Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joe Conklin's comedy show at the Valley Brook Country Club in Blackwood, New Jersey, Friday, November 8th, and at the Sellersville Theater in Sellersville, PA, on Saturday, November 23rd. The Trump dead on was hysterical. I've seen that four times, 100% every time. It's spectacular. Joe Conklin's comedy show at the Valley Brook Country Club in Blackwood, New Jersey, Friday, November 8th, and at the Sellersville Theater in Sellersville, PA, Saturday, November 23rd. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. JoeConklin.com! On the radio, on your phone, and now on your smart speaker. Play 94 WIP. Vince Quinn with you on 94 WIP. And God, it was just an absolute disaster for the Phillies tonight. And so let's go to Tony Cotillo, who's joining us on the Swartz Culleton guest line from Philly Influencer, talking a little bit about the Phillies. Tony, what the hell happened tonight? Man, did you finish watching that whole game? Because that was tough to watch. Yeah, it was it was horrible. <laughs> My God, I, you know how do you not get off for a game against the Braves? I mean, this this is your last weekend to really stay relative, right? This is your last weekend. The Eagles are back in town, right? Eagles are back. So this is your last weekend to either show that you're really going to be, you know, relative going into September. If there's going to be a trade July 31st, and and you come out flat like that, nine to two, that's just. It's just terrible. Yeah, nine runners left on base. You have JT Romuto in the fifth. He's got the bases loaded, two men out. He's up there in the five spot. He's this big all-star player. He's he's your only all-star on the team, and, and he falls flat. And so the thing just, it totally flames up in the worst way. And I guess let me ask you this, because Kapler obviously threw the game putting Cole Irvin in there. He just gave up on today. He blew it up. Do you like that he did that? <laughs> Not really. Not in this series. You can't, I, I don't care what game it is, but when you're in this weekend, this series, NL East, against your familiar foe, against the people that, you know, basically the team that you're battling against, you cannot throw a game. You really can't just worry about next, you know, tomorrow. And then you basically say, hey, you know what? He has a different throwing style. We want to get him out there. And then you watch a wolf the bases loaded twice, and you don't get anybody up in a bullpen. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Having Cole Irvin literally walk three straight people, including two runs in, and then have him bat and throw another inning is just, it's such blatant throwing in the towel. Like it's, it's really mind numbing, but I kind of dig it. I I respect Kapler for the guts to do that publicly at home. in such a massive series. I mean, that takes a lot of guts. The funny thing is you probably didn't even know he was doing it. That's the thing. So, he, you know, he could have just been going with the flow. I mean, he puts a positive spin on everything. So yeah, who knows? Who knows he, if he, even he said after the game, they asked him about uh, Cole Irvin. He goes, well, you know, we have a lot of confidence in Cole. <laughs> it's like, really, dude? You could, you didn't have to say that. You could yeah. have just get, like, give me some generality, sure. But to say, like, we were really confident in Cole and he's been great recently, like, Dude, you're killing me. It was totally you know ridiculous. Crazy. What, what do you think? No, I keep thinking. What do you think, Gabe? What do you think Bryce Harper's dad's saying when he's he's hearing Gabe talk after every press conference? I mean, this is a fiery guy. You think he's thinking, man, my kid made the wrong decision or what on this guy? So it, it just, it, it just, I, I try to put myself in his shoes because I know 
how he's always he was always vocal in Washington, and you really haven't heard anything from him so far this year. I can just imagine what's going on in his head right now. Yeah, three hundred thirty million dollars can buy a lot of silence, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So let's move to the Eagles, Tony, because you are. And, and here's the thing: I am not a Jadavian Clowney guy. I do not want him, and so I, you are a big Clowney guy. You want him on this team. You got to make the case for me, because again, I'm out. I think it's the knockout blow. And that's the thing. I look at this defensive line, and I know we, we, we were talking back and forth a little bit, and you got on the defensive line today a little bit, and I just think there's so many question marks on this defensive line. I mean, do we, are we really sure who Derek Barnett really is after a shoulder injury? Uh, you know, Josh Sweat has two bad knees. Vinny Curry, does he have anything left? Brandon Graham on the wrong side of 30, even though he has shown to be productive. And we don't know what Sharif Miller is yet because he hasn't even taken a snap on the field. So you're literally saying – that between Fletcher Cox and Malik Jackson and hopefully Timmy Jernigan, that you're going to hold that line together. And this is a guy that you can bring in at 26 years old who shows that he's a difference maker. He's a playmaker. I mean, it's almost like 2009 when we brought in Jason Peters. Well, we need to solidify the offensive oh, line. You right? can't call Clowney Jason Peters. He's no, like the yo, greatest man, listen, tackle of all time. He's a game changer. He's a game changer. Yeah, Jason but, Peters was a game changer to take over for Trey Thomas, right? Well, so, Peters right? was, but you know, here's well, and ultimately, here's my biggest problem with Clowney is as much as I get his talent and some of the highlights from him are just the ridiculous. It's only when he wants to play, and that's just it's so non-Eagles that it hurts. Uh, well, we could have said that about To too, right? We, we all loved To when he came here for the for the two years that he before he caused all the drama. But I mean, we still loved him, right? We still wanted him here, no matter what what the baggage was. And you know, I know he's the, the highest year he's had was two, nine and a half sacks in 2017. But look who he's played with out there in Houston. It, it, you know, JJ Watt, yes, great, but how how healthy has JJ Watt been over the last three to four years? So without that, I mean, really, who who has he had to play with out there? You put him in a line that's a Fletcher Cox, and on Brandon Graham on the other side, I'll tell you what, man, it's scary. And well, it's, it's, it's a knockout blow, in my opinion. Well, it might be, but here's the other thing, Tony, and this is what gives me pause. By the way, we're talking with Tony Cotillo of uh, Philly Influencer. Now, here's the thing, right? So... Think about this, because you just said it yourself. J.J. Uh, Watt, great player, but he's an older guy. Yep. He's dealt with a lot of injuries. Houston is a team that's looking to make the playoffs. Bill O'Brien's a, a bit on the hot seat, and they just tried to get a general manager. It didn't work, so now Bill O'Brien's your general manager by accident. It's like a Brett Brown situation I, from I last summer. That, right? Yeah, right? Yep. So you're dealing with all of that right now. And so if you're Houston and you've got a young guy in his prime that you drafted number one overall and he's up for a contract – at a premier position, and you're not going to pay him, doesn't that make you raise an eyebrow or two? Doesn't that make you second-guess trading for Jadavian Clowney a little bit? You know what? It would. It really would, but it depends on how that team is built out there. So you have a guy, DeAndre Hopkins, who you know you have to pay number one receiver money. You have a guy, Deshaun Watson, you have to pay number one receiver money, right? So we've already paid Carson Wentz. So we already had that. So we can bring in a guy like this. So maybe Houston's saying, listen, we don't have the money or the resources in order to do this right now. And we don't think – I mean, he did come back from a microfracture surgery. I get it. So a lot of people are worried about that. But just at 26 years old, man, at 26 years old, to see what kind of game changer he could be. You see, you see the highlights. Just imagine that in green. I just think that right now it just kills all the question marks and it puts him in a position for us to succeed. It really does. Well, yeah. So let me ask you this about the team then, because you're saying it's a knockout blow. So it sounds like you're in the same camp as me where I'm looking at this team and the Eagles are just so ridiculously stacked that this is a Super Bowl or bust year, no doubt about it, right? 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's crazy. I mean, if you look at the it's, – it's hard to say not on paper, right? It's hard to sit there and look at these guys and say, wow. You know, on paper, I mean, you don't want to say the Vince Young dream team crap again, right? We don't want to hear that. <laughs> we, don't, we, we, we don't want Come the on, just do it. right? We don't need any of that. But you just look at some of the guys that have contributed, and you look at some of the guys that they got in the offseason, and it looks like a really good draft. Obviously, these guys haven't played yet, but it looks like they hit a lot of target points they need to do. And number one, number 11 is healthy. That's the biggest thing. You see him, you know, he, he's shaking hands and kissing babies. I mean, he really is, and, and he looks really good out there. And this could be the, the – I keep saying death blow, knockout blow, because I just keep thinking that this is the final piece. It really is. And don't sleep on Nelson Aguilar, too. I, I, I You know, he's a guy – I keep saying this. Worked out with Randy Moss in the offseason. He's on a contract year, and he knows the Eagles can't pay him, right? He knows he can't get paid by the Eagles. So he's going out to play hard to get paid, and I think he's going to have a Pro Bowl year this year. Oh, there we go. I like that prediction, man. That's a fun one. All right, and Tony, uh, that's Tony Cotillo from Philly Influencer. Thanks so much for hopping on, man. If people want to find Tony, you can find him at Tony uh, T. Cotillo23 on Twitter. Again, thanks so much for joining the show, dude. It was fun. No problem, Vince. Thanks for having me on, buddy. All right, take it easy, dude. And let's go back to the phones. Let's talk a little bit about the Phillies because, I mean, my God, that was the most – flagrant throwing of a baseball game I've seen in quite some time. Cole Irvin, <laughs> it's just, it's one of the worst innings you've ever seen, man. Cole Irvin was horrible, and it's not surprising. He's a bad pitcher. So are you mad that Cole Irvin was thrown in there in a the 5-1 to one game against the Braves? And then from there, everything just, it was sand through the fingers, man. That game was over once he stepped on the mound. Let's talk to Neil, who's in Oradell. Neil, what'd you think of the game? Vince, thanks for taking my call. Nice to speak with you. The the game was like pulling teeth without Novocaine. The more you watched <laughs> it, the more it hurt. And the thing that really made me angry about this game, I don't mind the fact that Cole Urban was a you know the sort of a land of the slaughter. I don't mind that. It's more of a, my issue is with Gabe Kapler just as a manager. You know, my mother used to say poor preparation predicts poor performance. And every time I watch this team. Gabe Kapler never seems to have his team properly prepared for a major league manager. And I understand that, you know, he can't be responsible for guys striking out and things of that nature. But I just look at this team, and I just don't think he's the right fit for this clubhouse. So I think that's part of it. I think another issue with the Phillies is if you just look at their statistics offensively, 23rd in batting average, bottom half in runs, 26th in home runs, this is a team that offensively has fallen far short of what we thought this team would be. And to be honest with you, I really felt that the Phillies would be much like the Dodgers offense that we saw beat us 16-2. to Guys get on base, driving guys, move guys over. I mean, one through nine in many ways, especially with Real Muto, Segura, these are guys that are hitting 30 to 40 points less on their batting average and not producing the way that we expected. Yep. So I think outside of Harper, who's been good, I wouldn't say great, Hoskins has been good, not great. I don't think one through nine we're seeing in this lineup what we expected on a day-in and day-out basis. That would be my first one. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's totally on point, and that's the thing. When you see so many situations, by midway through the – or by the sixth inning, so after the Phillies had finished the sixth and they batted, they had nine people that were left on base. You had a situation right. where those men on first and third and one out. Franco hits into a double play. You've got Real Muto that gets out with the bases loaded. So when you've got those kinds of moments – I can totally understand Gabe Kapler saying, you know what, we're just not going to win this thing tonight. These guys can't hit. Now, it's Kapler's fault because he hasn't changed the hitting coach, but 
Uh, you know, he, when you're looking at in this game and what can he do, there really wasn't much to do. It just they had no shot. There are games during the year where you clearly let a pitcher sort of take one for the team in a negative way. So I don't really have a problem with him doing that. I just think the, the big, even bigger problem is that we don't have – every time I put it this way, every time I watch a Phillies game and I am up 4-1 – or I'm sorry, the Phillies are up 4-1, I don't have confidence that we're going to hold a lead. And that insecurity that I get every time that I watch a Phillies game, either they're going to blow a lead or not have an offense to come back, really worries me. I mean, when you look at guys like Naris, who has four blown saves against four really good teams, you look at up and down the bullpen, there isn't really one guy that day in and day out you can rely on and say that he is a, a top-flight uh, bullpen guy, just someone that can get the job done consistently. So, to me, I look at the hitting, the bullpen, and, and last but not least, I – I, I just don't want to see Jake Arrieta anymore, and I and I I just don't. <laughs> He's let horrible. Him, let him pound sand. Let him sweep. Just I, I can't watch him anymore. I, I, and and what is this guy? Three years, seventy five million, and this is I think the first. I just can't watch him anymore. Like like I'm having existential angst watching Jake Arrieta pitch. It, it like I said about Novakin, the, the more you let it sit, the more it hurts. Can I make a point about Clowney real quick as you were having that discussion? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm, just, I'm just curious because I, I didn't know what your perspective was, so I'm just kind of curious. Are you opposed to bringing Jadavian Clowney on this team based on what we'd have to give up in compensation? Or are you uh, opposed to him, period, just as an NFL player? Well, it's it's not just compensation to bring him in here, but it's also the fact that you're going to have to trade to get him in here, and then you're going to have to give him a big-time contract. And for a guy that uh, you look at the Eagles and what do they want? Their, their whole pass rush is dependent on the defensive line getting home. Jim Schwartz. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.